Surprise. <laughs> um, Kristen has something she'd like to share with us this morning really quick before I get started. her. Bear with me. No, no. <laughs> you're not going to bear with me. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I know. I was actually going to bring it, and then I thought, no, there's too big a crowd here, and I don't want to start a riot. <laughs> and I don't think Mary's here, so it wouldn't be never as much fun. Thank you. Hey, this is really neat seeing so many people here. Um, I've been talking to people over in Moscow and around the county and stuff, and actually a lot of the churches are filling up, and I think that's a really good sign. I think that uh, I think we're getting ready for a revival. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. You know, praise the Lord. I know when I was a little kid, I'd read about the tent revivals and stuff like that. Billy Graham and some of the others were having, and I'm like, I want to be at one of those someday. I think one of those would be so cool. Um, it'd be neat if it was right in our own backyard, too. Um, so anyway, I want to get started a little bit with a side note, and I'll give you this for free. Um, I know, right? Are you making your decisions in your life with God's wisdom, with God's direction? With God's wisdom in your decisions, it's likely the consequences in your decisions will be more positive and less destructive, right? So I got that, um, and I thought that was pretty cool. I'd just throw that in. Um, God's wisdom is definitely something that we need um, for direction in our life, right? Amen. In all that is going on around us, are we getting lost in the things that really matter so little? I know when we get, uh, I'm, you watch the news, and I'm getting... Um, nervous about the news and things that are going on, depending on which channel you watch. They all got a different take on what's going on. Our focus should be on the Lord and what's going on around and what He's doing and what He wants us to be doing um, for Him and for each other, for the kingdom. Do you know when you are in the Word and in prayer and following God's will, He will give you a peace which surpasses all understanding. It's his peace, right? Amen. It's in Philippians 4, 6 through 7. And I'll read it. 
<laughs> since nobody, I don't think you can see my print, so. Uh, oh, cool. Okay. Have no, no anxiety at all, right? It'd be kind of neat if we could go through life and just not have anxiety, right? Yeah. But in everything, by prayer, and it might not be exactly the same as up there because I took it out of my Bible at home. Um, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. Then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Was it close? Good. Good enough. The pastor says good enough. I'll take that. So I was feeling a little bit, you know, when the elections were coming around and things were, fortunately, and I thank everybody and thank the Democrat Party and stuff, I didn't have anybody who ran against me in this election. So I didn't have any anxiety or despair or anything with that election, but I did some of the other things that were going on around. Um, so I didn't have to focus on myself so much. Um, but anyway, um, the struggle for me sometimes was real. And I know I've talked to some of you and been to some of your house parties and things. And the struggle is real. I mean, we're, we're um, concerned about what's going to be happening and things. No matter who wins, we're always want, we don't know what's going to be new and what's going to be happening. So I really wanted to encourage you today and let you know that God isn't taken off guard by any of the things that are going on. Um, which is important for us to remember that. Um, it's important for us to come together um, in, when, when, when all these things are happening, pray about these things, and know that God is still God. He's still in control, right? So, um, concerns with direction of our nation, concerned with whatever news channel you were watching or whatever, um, we actually had something, I want to say this, I guess we had something that happened in Moscow, and um, you know, you, you, you rely on the news, right? And so we had an incident in Moscow, um, and the, it went national. Um, there was an arrest made, um, and the, the news that went national wasn't the whole truth. And so, and that was on Fox News with Tucker and Laura Ingram and stuff like that, and, I, and some of you might believe Fox News, I don't know if you do or not, but it made me really realize at that point, some of the news channels don't always get the whole story, which kind of surprised me and disappointed me a little bit, because I think it's important to have the whole story. I think it's important to have all the facts before we can make a decision for what direction we want to go or how we want to handle things. And so facts and honesty and the whole story is important. So... I'd encourage you, if you're ever telling a story, that um, you have all the facts. And I've actually been caught telling the story when I didn't have all the facts, and it was actually kind of embarrassing when I was called out on it. Um, but that was a long time ago. I'm much better now. <laughs> right. So I want to encourage you this morning. We need to be doing two things often. Um, these two things, we need to be um, in the Word. Would everybody agree with that? We really need to be in the Word, and we really need to be reading God's Word. To know Him, we have to know the Word to know Him, and so um, we need to be praying. We need to be praying often um, for God's wisdom, for God's direction for our lives and for what we're doing, and that's the only way we're really going to get to know Him better. 
Um, when, we, uh, when we pray more, we are communicating with God. We are reading his word and talking with him, and we're building that relationship, right? And that's important to have that relationship. When you meet somebody, what do you do? You want to get together and meet them and go out to lunch, and you want to get, build that relationship and get to know somebody better. Um, God wants to get to know us better, and we should feel the same way. Um, those two things we have trouble with because we have um, three enemies um, that keep us from doing those two things, the praying and the reading, right? The three enemies, and I'm going to steal this from my wife who was actually talking to me this last night. The three enemies are me, myself, and I, right, that get in the way from doing what we're supposed to be doing. Um, realistically, that's true probably a little bit, but that three enemies really are the world and our flesh and the devil. So the world has so many distractions for us that we focus on those and we don't do um, the things that we should be doing because the world takes and draws our attention away from what we should be doing. Our flesh wants to be part of those distractions, right? And Satan uses those worldly things and distractions to keep us from growing in Christ. I'm just telling you that if you're not growing in Christ, Satan's not bothered by that much. We need to grow in Christ to keep our relationship strong with the one who loves us the most. We don't want to become stagnant. We want, um, we want to, I mean, was it uh, Heather was talking about, you know, when we're building our relationship with Christ, Satan's actually struggling a little bit with that. If you're stagnant and you're really not doing anything for the Lord or for the kingdom or whatever, your job is good, your paycheck is good, everything's going good, you're not arguing with family or whatever, Satan is going to leave you alone for the most part in a lot of ways because you're not growing in Christ. But once you start praying more and reading more, you're going to have distractions and you're going to, Satan's going to put, oh, I got to watch that TV show. I got to do whatever. I'll tell you, I get distractions all the time, if you can imagine. So it's hard for me to um, really have that set down time where I'm spending time with the, the Lord and reading because um, Terry and I both struggle with that. Right now, we're really super busy. She's super busy. And Satan likes that if we're not really taking that extra 10 minutes or 15 minutes in our prayer room or in the Word. So I just want to encourage you to focus. I need to focus. We all need to focus a little bit. Um, you don't want to miss a blessing that God has for you either. If you're really into the Lord and seeing what He has for us, it's, it's a blessing. And we're going to see what He has for us when you're pursuing Him. You should pursue Him like you really love Him and want to want to have that relationship. So we don't want to be distracted by Satan's fiery darts. He's throwing them at us all the time. It's kind of like when we say we're going to put on the full armor of God. There couldn't be chinks in our armor. Uh, maybe we like our breastplate better than the helmet or whatever and because the helmet's hot. I don't know. Um, sometimes we don't put on the full armor. And so Satan can find those chinks. He, he, he roams to and fro, right? And he's looking for those chinks in our armor so he can distract us. So, and it can be so many subtle little things that um, he can const, uh, distract us with. We need to realize that who we are, we're, we are, we're created by God. We're created in his image. 
and he loves us. And so Satan can't take that away from us. Um, once you've accepted the Lord into your heart, you want to build that relationship and keep moving forward and uh, think good things will come. We're called to be Christ-like. So put on that full armor as well as you possibly can. One thing I've found, like Terry and I will pray together in the mornings, it's really good to have a prayer partner, a prayer warrior. Um, if you don't have one, you should get one. Um, find somebody that um, really likes to pray that you can meet with even if you have to, if it's not a daily thing, if it's a couple times a week where you spend a half hour together. Just praying and have a list so you don't forget things. Make a list. If you're only praying with that prayer warrior a couple times a week or whatever, um, make a list of the things so you don't forget what you wanted to pray about. Pray about what God, is what God wants us to accomplish. And remember that Jesus did not come here for his own selfishness, but he came to serve. He came because God loves us, right? So... We are to serve one another, to pray for one another, and to forgive one another. Those things are things that we have, uh, that we work on all the time. I know I've been watching a lot of things and seeing a lot of things and stay off of Facebook, but I don't. Um, that's where I get a lot of my, find out a lot about what people are doing and everything. But there's so many haters out there right now um, with everything that's going on. I don't know if anybody else has noticed it, but... You can have a, an opinion about something and somebody hates you for it. We don't have to be haters. I don't, we're not all going to agree. We're not all going to be alike. Thank you, God created us all different. We have different fingerprints and everything. We're not alike. We're not always going to agree. I know that's why some people get along better with others because you click or whatever and you, and you have the same kind of like-minded thing, but we're not all going to agree. It doesn't mean you have to hate somebody because they don't see how you see or feel how you feel. Um, so don't be a hater. I mean, don't be a judgmental hater. Try to, if you've got a situation um, that you feel like you're going to be a hater, obviously pray for yourself to be, not be, but pray for the person that's in, in that, you know, that their mind might, or that their eyes might be opened. Um, it's not good to be, you know, a judgmental hater, because I don't think God would call us to do that. Take time to pray. Don't skip it. You know, there's things coming up all the time. Take time to read the Word. Don't skip it. You want more of God, get in the Word and ask Him to reveal Himself to you and to give you direction. I'd like to read Ephesians 6.16 just for, I love some of these scriptures. God's, God's Word is so precious. It's, if you really dwell into just some of it, that you know, some of it, you know, we don't understand or whatever. Pray for God to open your eyes and reveal the word to you and help you to understand it. Uh, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench the fiery darts from the wicked one. So Satan's constantly doing that, right? He's constantly trying to distract us. God tells us, though, Tell Satan to flee, and he will flee. James 4, 7. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I mean, is that kind of cool or what? You know, just take a little bit of effort and say, hey, you know what? This isn't of God. It's probably more of Satan, and I don't want nothing to do with it. So just take a moment. You know, you don't... People get caught up in, well, I don't have a half hour to pray. 
I know people that say when they're driving, they pray, or when they pass something, they pray. Like Heather said, come by the school and just say, you know, Lord, keep your hand of protection over the school. Uh, keep, keep it, keep, allow Heather to continue to be able to pray with her principal. Just something like that takes just a moment. God knows all and sees all. You don't think he doesn't hear that? He does. So just what I was trying to say is when I have feelings of um, despair or um, hate or confusion or strife or malice or jealousy or any of those things that are all listed in the Bible, right? They're listed in the Bible in the word of what we shouldn't be doing or having. They're not of Christ. So if you have any of those, you know who they're from. They're not of Christ. So put on the full armor of God, get into the word, get into prayer, start communicating with Jesus and seeking his face and see what God has for us, for he is worthy. He is definitely worthy. We are called to be a light unto the world, right? Go out and let your little light shine. Remember, we grew up with these little songs. This little light of mine, can anybody sing better than me? This... <laughs> This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, right? And that's what, what that means is that we're going to be a glow. We're going to be telling somebody that Jesus loves them. We're going to be singing these songs that we love, the songs that we sing every day that the worship team puts up there for us. If, you, if, you're, if you're just singing them and you're not really looking at the words or reading the words, you're missing out. The, the words, to me, are heartwarming, and they should be drawing us together in, in a closer relationship with the Lord. Our presence should make a difference wherever we go, right? And I know I've been around long enough to know that I go places and I'm probably not much of a light um, and in certain times and in certain areas with certain people. You know, well, we don't want to offend somebody. We don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. <laughs> God's going to reward you for being who you are and who he created you to be. And... And if you step out of that comfort zone, he's going to bless you for it. I, I, I can tell you that. He's going to give us what we need to succeed. Remember, our strength comes from God. Right? Amen? We can't do things on our own. I mean, we think we can, and a lot of times we do. But God gives us that strength we need to... Um, deal with somebody or deal with a situation that um, we may not be able to do on our own. Um, life experiences help you be able to deal with things and stuff, but really it's God who quickens your mind and quickens your heart and gives you the words you need to say. So don't be stagnant. Let's move forward. Let's not be complacent or lazy or apathetic and see what God has for us. Right? Amen? So I didn't even see anybody go to sleep. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I'll just close with prayer. Lord, we just thank you, God, today for who you are. We thank you for your integrity. We thank you for the solid foundation that you've allowed us to build our lives on. We thank you that your arm is not short, that you don't stagger, that you don't sway to and fro, that, that you keep us in the palm of your hand and that we can't be plucked out. Your promises are real and true, and amen. We just thank you, God, for who you are. 
We thank you for who we are and who you're creating us and drawing us closer to be in you, Lord. We praise you and love you today, and we thank you for your precious word, and we thank you for what you're going to have for us. Lord, just bless us today as we go forth and help us to remember you are our strength. Amen. Amen. Thank you.